0: Getting back on the road, this is just gonna be a short trip, uh, meeting up with a client about some work. I'm not gonna record that conversation, but we do have to go out the office today. So um, I'm on a curious case of building a new computer, hmm, this wouldn't be smart. Let me put this in my pocket. Got to make sure I lock up the shop. Almost feel like Mr. Rogers. That's a really weird, but... I'll cut out all the noise. All right. So I have a curious case. As some of you know, I do video editing as well as all the other stuff that we do at Space Age Consulting. Um, and now that we're splitting off, I might move the video editing to the production company, Cam4 Productions. It makes more sense doing it that way. But as the case is, It's been a while since I did uh, video editing because of the pandemic. So what happened was there wasn't as much video editing going on. So the editing machine became a little long in the tooth. So the question is, is now the time, now that there's been a couple of opportunities coming up is now the time to build a computer i've been building computers let me see my first computer was built in i think it was 94 no it can't be that early i purchased my first computer in 1993 93, yes, purchased my first computer in 93 and then I really started to get into building computers by about 96, I will say 96, 97. Don't remember the exact date, but it's been a while. I remember with my first computer, even though it was bought, I put it together. Uh, No, even though it was bought, I did some upgrades on it. And so that got me initially into really working on the guts of computers. And I've been building my computers ever since, but I admit that more recently I am not as interested in building my own computer as I was before. I built my son's computer just last year. That would be 2022. But for our church's editing machine, I bought it. For another client's um, streaming machine, I bought it. So I didn't end up... I didn't end up building the last two machines. I just bought them from Micro Center. Um... I don't know if it was for warranty's sake or just time. There's so many different components out there. Um, I'm not sure why I didn't. I just didn't. Can I save money building it myself? Well, now, you see, this is the funny thing. micro center has a build your PC section. You can either pick up their pre-built, of course, or you can build one. But they only charge $150 to build a computer. And when you think of the time taking, is my time worth that $150? Do I save a lot of money doing it myself? I don't know. We may have reached a place where I'm not buying um, a Dell workstation, which you'd pay more, or um, a pre-built brand, such as uh, one of the upper-level models. So, do I save money that way? I still save $149, which is still real money. Let's not pretend you can just throw away $149. But is it cheaper to just do it myself? Uh, Do I save money doing it myself enough to justify the $150? That's That's still a good question for me. I think the thrill is sort of gone from building PCs myself... Um. so I'm stuck with the do I just have um, micro sender build it where you still have to pay another $250 for a warranty uh, two year warranty I think it's $250 I saw uh, and that I'm not quite sure is worth it because you still have the manufacturer's warranty and if I have to package my system up and take it back to micro center anyway uh, I don't see the benefit and I've lived when I build a machine myself I just live with the manufacturer's warranty so I'm not sure paying an extra $250 for a micro center warranty is worth it for me the next thing to uh, consider is a really beefy machine a company like Puget Systems Which I've met them at a trade show before. And ultimately, if, depending on the salary, of course, that is my perfect job. Because results for that would be built on how much testing can I do. And really, while it may seem monotonous to some, just being able to test out different pieces of equipment, seeing what works together, seeing what doesn't. just constantly going through those, putting together a test bench and trying it out, seeing what, what, what components work best together, you know, for testing. That would be a dream job. Uh, and I told them that. Not that I was trying to get a job. They're out in California or somewhere out west, and I wasn't interested in moving. But that kind of work, where you, all you're doing is just testing... It may seem boring to some, but being able to handle new equipment, test it, new equipment that I don't have to pay for, testing it out and and seeing what works great, yeah, that's that's a a dream job for me. So going through a builder like that who really really test their components and and you know trying to figure out the specs, but they are not inexpensive, considering they're dealing with higher level pieces of equipment. Um, Now, as an aside, now when you really think about it, what components would I want in this new editing machine? I will most likely stick with an AMD processor, even though they're not the price point leaders they were before. I still think they're performance leaders, especially when it comes to multi-threaded applications. So, I edit mostly on DaVinci Resolve, DaVinci Resolve is multi-threaded, and I think that I can do better with an AMD system. Whether it's a 7, a Ryzen 7, or a Ryzen 9 with an AMD 5 platform, that's mostly what I'll be looking at. Now, video card, that's... who boy. Have you seen those prices? They are out of control. I remember when... I was balking at $600... Um, $600 video card prices. Now, if you want a top of the line, if you want to get an RTX 4090, which is really the best when it comes to video editing with DaVinci Resolve, a 4090, I think, with 24 gigs of RAM, you're looking at $2,000 just for the video card, And it does matter. I'm still editing off of a 2070 Ti, and with the newer 4K footage, phew, my system really balks, and we're talking about, I have a 32 gig um, Ryzen 7 5800, as I said with the RTX 2070, and it still chokes a bit uh, with the 4K footage, and and if I just want a seamless experience, would I get a 4090? So, Puget Systems on their website, they did a comparison with video cards. And the 49, yes, definitely tops. And then something interesting is you break it down a 3080 Ti beats a 4070 Ti. Now, when it comes to price, the 4080 Ti, excuse me, the 4070 Ti, which can be had for about eight, to 900 bucks. Is that a better value than buying a previous generation 3080 Ti which you can find used for 700 to 800 bucks? Um, that's difficult. I haven't have ever had to return a video card. It's been very rare I've had to return any component to be honest with you. I haven't had to return any video cards. So, do I need the warranty? But then again, if I buy a used video card, which some people say are saying there's still a good value, if I'm able to buy a used video card, would it be worth it? Sometimes when you try to save your pennies, you end up with more trouble than it's worth. So, my thing would be do I go after a 3080 eBay, even if it's a Uh, well-known well-respected company Uh, do I go for that and risk issues or do I go ahead and get the 4070 Ti with a little bit less performance but at a better price point than trying to get a 4080 Ti which is $1,200 or Going the full bore forty ninety two thousand dollars. The question is how many, how much time do I save by upgrading? So we're talking about the difference of eight hundred dollars. Let's say nine hundred. Let's be fair. Let's get a forty seventy Ti nine hundred after tax and everything nine hundred bucks. Uh, that's a forty seventy Ti a forty eighty Ti which is around twelve hundred bucks. $300 difference or a 4090 which you know is going to be top of the line and blazing fast which is a phew, uh, an $800 upgrade and I think that's before tax but let's just say $800 upgrade so you're talking about either you start off with 900 you go to 1200 or you go to 2000 if I wait for prices to go down how much editing on my um, editing speed am I losing out on? because like I said, now that I've gotten into drone footage, you're losing a lot of time with the system churning through. You hit the space bar to start looking at the video, the video's choppy. you know, frames per second that's what people go on. How many frames per second can you get? Most of that is is gaming specs. But to avoid the choppiness, of just being able to run the footage so you can edit it. You don't have to hit the space bar and wait. And once you start doing DaVinci Resolve plugins, um, like I did the voice, uh, the audio, the voice isolation plugin, the dialogue isolation plugin on DaVinci Resolve, and man, the computer was so slow. You hit the space bar and it doesn't sync with the audio. That makes it very hard to edit. So even, you have to disable all these plugins and then run them. Um, You disable all these plugins so that you can run the system and then enable them just before, but then you don't know exactly how it sounds, if it's working properly, how it looks. I mean, whew. If I'm getting back into editing more consistently, I can't lose time trying to get the editing just right. And then after you render it, you have to go look at it back and realize you made a mistake, then go back in, re-edit, re-render. So I'm not really concerned with rendering times, how quickly it takes to render something. I'm much more concerned with um, being able to do live viewing to make my editing smoother. So that is my question when it comes to editing. Is it worthwhile to build a new machine right now? And how much is it worth it? How much should I invest in it? So if you have any suggestions and points and uh, thoughts on the process, go ahead and email us. You can go to our webpage, www.spaceage-llc.com, and uh, send us a contact, some information about what you think we should do. Ah, oh, boy. Anytime you hear me sigh when I'm driving, it's just the really, really poor driving skills of people in Maryland. Um, I'm going to have to do a whole episode on the right way to drive. If you're in the leftmost lane, you cannot be going slower than the other lanes. It, It causes problems, people. Anyway, thanks for listening. Don't forget to check us out on all our podcast platforms. Well, I mean, if you download us on one, you should be fine. But go ahead and reach out to us. Let us know you like it. Go ahead and share with others get them on this unwired bandwagon and we hope to speak to you again soon